When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this nudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off Carlos Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie Daddy. She like the party on my body. Welcome back to the tailgate. We are back. Talking some football, talking some urban, loving or hating the backdoor cover. Uh, drinking some beer, talking eight people, and we're back with my redheaded companion in Kiernan. How you doing, doing bud? Good. I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Screwed with work, but I don't care. This is what I live for. Wednesdays and Saturdays. <laughs> Perfect. Love to hear it. Same, actually. And Thursdays. Uh, check out the Corner Booth pregame. Thursdays at 6.30 on the Belly Up Sports Facebook in the corner booth, Twitter, and Instagram. Every Thursday, 6.30, you get to see my beautiful mug, even though I wear sunglasses that cover half my face every episode. Is that to cover up black eyes or hungoverness? Uh, it's more so I know... <laughs> I know the moneymaker is, and it's like just my mouth and my nose. That's the <laughs> moneymaker. Once the I get eyes, past that, it's just... Yeah, the eyes don't really do anything for the sex appeal, so... Ladies, it's like bringing a 10 down to about a four and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of sex appeal. Yes. Urban Meyer, coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, was caught doing some stuff he probably shouldn't have been doing as a married man. He was, after Jacksonville played, they played Cincinnati or Cleveland this week, I forget. Uh. Uh, Cincinnati. Yes. Uh, after their game, he decided to stay in Ohio to allegedly hang out with his grandkids. And then videos and pictures of him came out grinding up on some young, not a uh, pretty good-looking girl. I'm not going to lie. Uh, at Urban Meyer's Tap House in... Uh, oh, what was the town? Did you see this, Kiernan? Uh, yeah, I mean... Do you know what town it was? I don't remember what town it was specifically, but I know it's... Dublin. It was Dublin, Ohio. I knew it was like a European city. It's Urban Meyer's Pint House in Dublin, Ohio. Uh, with a beautiful port mural on the wall that proudly features Urban and his wife, Shelly. Big yikes. I want to know how you can grind up on some 20-something-year-old girl... While your wife is just staring at you from the mural. <laughs> uh, Kieran, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, a, a couple of things. So, initially when I saw the videos, or like when I saw the, the pictures of like the selfie that, you know, uh, she took or whatever with, with him. Like he's just like chilling over there and I... I, I 
thought it was innocent enough, and then the videos started uh, showing up, and I was like, well, this has gotten, I would say, a lot worse. Uh, um, so it des- definitely not a good look for Urban Meyer, but I I can't imagine it's it's gone down well. I mean, it didn't go down well at all, or at home, for his own sake. I mean, he's kind of screwed there. Even if you... Even if it's like one of those situations where, oh, I didn't intend it, it doesn't really matter at this point. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was ridiculous. There's another video that show hit, shows him getting even more handsy from the back. I'm not sure if I saw that one. Well, we tweeted that out too from our very professional Twitter account. Uh, I, I follow Message Board Geniuses on Twitter. Great account to go follow. It's hysterical. But on the Bucknuts, which is the Ohio State message board, someone posted an interesting conspiracy theory here. Oh? Riptide614, who was apparently a mod on the message board, was talking about how this was a, this was staged so he could get out of Jacksonville and take the USC job. <laughs> uh, Saad Khan, who's the Jacksonville Jaguars owner, the Jacksonville Brass are or were in on it, and so was Shelly Meyer. And it goes like this. They fake a public situation, causes fake issues with marriage, decides to resign from the Jaguars to work on his marriage and focus on his family, takes the rest of the season off, Jacksonville's an interim coach, USC finishes the season with their interim coach, and then announce Meyer as their coach. Because it sounds yeah. too staged. Yeah, why not? Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll dive into that uh, conspiracy. That sounds like fun. I frankly don't hate it. Uh, if any other coach something like this came out of, like if Lane Kiffin did this, I'd go, oh, that's just Lane being Lane. That's just a little Joey Freshwater coming out. But this is something that Urban Meyer would 100% do. Yeah. And I mean... Urban did it at a pint house, like, hoping no one would find it, or a bar, hoping no one would find it. At least Dan Mullen's wife is making out with those Florida players in front of everyone, loud and proud. Dan knows what's going on. That was so funny. <laughs> Ridiculous. I don't know how he, like, not allows, because he doesn't own his wife, but how he's okay with that. I, th- there's there's no amount of speculation that you could go in and do to explain that. I, I'm not even going to bother touching it. I think it's a very funny story. But other than that, I'm still staying well uh, well away from that and just letting him do whatever he wants to. I mean, or her whatever she wants to. Maybe Dan Mullen's a cock. We don't know. Nothing you wrong with know. that. Hey, if it's consenting adults... Know. Love is love, all that. Consenting adults, do what you want. It's fine. I feel weird saying love is love, talking about cuckolding, but we're going to move on to the AP <laughs> poll now. <laughs> that quick detour. Uh, so we're going to move on to the AP poll. It's it's a great week for the AP poll. Uh, because Bama's still ahead or because Iowa is in number three? Uh, no, because your number 25 team on our poll last week, Boston College, did something that no team has been able to do in seven years. Also, Georgia kind of did it too. Also, well, Georgia Tech kind of did it too. Knocking Clemson out of the AP poll. Yeah. Also, NC State really was a death blow, but... Losing or winning a close game to Boston College is just not yeah. top twenty-five material. Yeah. So. And you must be be thrilled. Actually, I don't know which order we're gonna go, but so I'll wait for to what I'm about to say. But uh. So uh, go, on, say, go well, on. Oh well, it it depends. Does it have to do with the poll? It, it does, and it has to do with the the back end of the poll. So are we starting from the from the bottom or the top? We'll start from the bottom. Okay. Uh, 25, San Diego State. 24, SMU with my dark horse Heisman candidate, Tanner Mordecai, leading the way. 23, NC State. 
22 Arizona State and 21 Texas. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say you must be thrilled with SMU getting up, finally getting into the rankings this year. Look, I, group of five schools don't win major awards. It's time. It's time G5, we change that. G five schools matter. <laughs> they do. They really do. It, it's ridiculous. I mean, look, if a G five school is dominating, everyone going undefeated, they should get in the college football playoff. If some dude leads the nation in touchdowns and is playing very well, has his team undefeated and a top 25 school, he should get some Heisman hype. And we are going to lead the way on the Tanner Mordecai Heisman hype. Great name. Great athlete. Give him the Heisman. Oh, oh. Cannon, should we make a shirt? Great name. Great athlete. Then a picture of Tanner Mordecai, give him the he- or give him the Heisman on the back. Yes, yes, absolutely. Get get on whoever does the 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 graphic design at Belly Up and tell them to make that. I don't, I don't even know. I think that's you, isn't it? I I make, I design our shirts. <laughs> yes. I'm just putting a note down for this. Finally, get credit for something on this. <laughs> Oh, I, I hope to see, though, that in every single, on every man, woman, and child in the SMU benches. <laughs> Phenomenal. All right, now into the mid-level schools, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, Florida at 20, Wake Forest at 19, Auburn at 18, Ole Miss at 17, and Kentucky at 16. Really packing that. 16 through 20 with SEC schools, and then just Wake Forest coming in with a 5 and 0 record. It's 5 and 0 in the ACC, so. No, I I realize that, but let's just let's just remember that this is Wake Forest. You know, if this That's was Clemson, true. it would be far less of a surprise, and they'd be up near number two. But like, this is Wake Forest. Actually, That's really true. anybody anybody in the ACC that is. Good for Wake Forest. I'm proud of them. They've worked hard. Bunch of nerds, but they worked hard for it. They've earned it. I have an issue with Kentucky at 16. Yeah. Wait, look. They, they're having their fun in the sun. They're 5-0. and oh. They beat Florida. It, it, it's, it's all fine. It's well and good. But, I mean, other than that, they beat Missouri, who lost to Boston College. They beat... Chattanooga, they beat South Carolina by six, and they they don't win big. They law they beat Missouri by a touchdown. They beat Chattanooga by five. They beat South Carolina by six, and then Florida by seven. But Florida was a highly ranked team, so that's fine. They beat them. A win's a win. But I don't see sixteen. Yeah, you see, like maybe maybe twenty four, twenty five, somewhere around there. You'd think. Yeah, if they even wanted to say, oh, they're top 20, put them at 20 or 21 or something, like around there, I'd be like, okay. But them jumping Ole Miss after Ole Miss lost to the number one team in the country, spoiler alert, it's ridiculous. I hate it. We all know how I feel about Auburn being 18, but whatever, neither here nor there. We'll move past that. (laughs) Kentucky is the main issue this week. That's the issue of the week. Kentucky is overrated. They went from being underrated to overrated in the span of a week. Yeah. It's 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 going to be one of those things where the first loss, that first loss that they get, you know, is going to send them out of the top 25. True. And also, if I see one person say, seriously, Kentucky beat Florida by more than Alabama, is Kentucky better than Alabama? I'm going to hit them. <laughs> Like, I I wonder what went wrong in that Florida game though. Like the, I like, I didn't did did Florida just implode or did they just not care? Like, do they do, do they think they were taking on like a you know sort of uh, a rowdy you know D two team? Like they just looked like they imploded and they couldn't get a stop to save their lives. So I I don't know. I don't know if that's an issue with Florida or that Kentucky is just particularly good. 
I think it was a fluke game, to be honest with yeah. you, because, I mean, I, I don't like Emory Jones as a quarterback, uh, but Emory Jones, 23-31, 203 yards, a touchdown interception, not a bad game, like, not a terrible game. Uh, yeah. No one really popped off on the ground, but it was spaced out well. Emory Jones had 63 yards, Damian Prince, 54 uh, Anthony Richardson, their backup slash quarterback, one B, twenty five. Malik Davis, twenty two. So, a lot of guys were kind of productive. And then yeah. look at Kentucky. Will Levis, seven for seventeen, eighty seven yards, a touchdown and a pick. Chris Rodriguez, nineteen yards, ninety nine touchdowns, ninety nine, nineteen carries, ninety nine yards and a touchdown. Uh, Wandale Robinson or Wandale Robinson, four receptions, sixty five yards. It's just like. No one on Kentucky really popped off, and so I'm a little confused how they managed to pull this off. I legitimately think this was like a flute game. Yeah, and and it and it sucks for Florida more than it matters for Kentucky because Florida is arguably, I mean, they're the better team. Like, you know, grand scheme of things, they they would be the better team. But like those two losses are going to kill them for the rest of the year, and unless they win out, they're they're going to be nowhere close. I even to the top 10. No, Florida needs to either hope that Auburn can pull off the upset this weekend or blow out Florida or blow out Georgia when they come to the swamp. In, uh, yeah, they, they would have to. They don't even, they don't have any other options. Like Those are the only two games left that I can see Georgia maybe losing. And it's really the Florida game that I can see maybe Georgia loses it. That's the only way to get in the SEC championship. And with how crazy this year's been, maybe a two-loss team can sneak in as the four seed. Yeah. But they need a lot of luck to get there. Right. And they they need a Georgia. They need to beat Georgia without question. And if they're lucky, you know, have Alabama lose to Georgia or something like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, Alabama's not playing Georgia this year, and I don't know who in the who in their schedule the rest of the way will beat Alabama. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Oh, yeah, good point. I mean, Alabama the rest of the way is unranked A&M, unranked Mississippi State, unranked Tennessee, unranked LSU, New Mexico State, Arkansas, and Auburn. Uh, late flourishing from Auburn? <laughs> they're, but the issue is they're not losing both of those games. Yeah, fair There's a 0.01% chance Alabama loses both those games. The Iron Bowl gets crazy every year. I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility, especially when it's at Auburn. Uh, Jordan Hare's weird. Weird things happen there. It's a rivalry game, but I don't see it happening, so I think Florida might just be screwed. Yeah. No All right. Uh, 15, Coastal, the shot to clears. Uh, 14, Notre Dame. 13, Arkansas. 12, Oklahoma State. And 11, Michigan State. So do you think that this is a better ranking for Notre Dame now? Or are they still too high in your opinion? I think based on where their ranking was last week, I think it's a fine ranking for them. Because they did lose to a now a top 10 team before, now a top 5 team. Uh, last by, what was the final score of that game? Uh by 11 points, like, that's not terrible. That's about the same drop-off that Ole Miss had from losing to Alabama. 
uh, five spots, but I still think they were ranked too high to begin with. So if you look at it right now, yes, it's a fine ranking based on last week's loss. Based on the body of work, no, they are still too high. Would you have preferred to see them lower in the rankings earlier on and then uh, and then climb up to 14? Or are you just saying, like, outright Notre Dame gets too much favorites, you know, from the committee, and they just say, oh, yeah, they're... They're a storied program. we got to keep them up there. They're not that storied of a program. I <laughs> They're a storied program because they have a good PR team. Uh, hey. But no, I, I'm i not going to complain about committee or poll favoritism because I'm an Alabama fan, so that'd be hypocritical. But I, I do think that they should have been lower to begin with. And then if they go on a run, although what's the rest of their schedule look like? If they went on a run against some good teams, yeah, then move them up. They earned it. They've shown that they're not a disaster. But, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no they, they should not move up much. Virginia Tech, <laughs> USC, UNC, Navy, Virginia, Georgia Tech, and Stanford. Yeah, it's um, it's it, it's not a particularly difficult schedule from here on out for them. Like, I don't... What's the hardest game on the schedule? Virginia Tech? Stanford? Uh, I'd probably say Virginia Tech. Or maybe UNC, actually. They've looked okay. Even though they all have chlamydia. Um, oh, I can't wait until Notre Dame beats up on Georgia Tech and Notre Dame fans go, Well, Georgia Tech only gave up 14 points to Clemson, and Clemson's a good program. No, Clemson's unranked. That That's not a good win yeah. anymore. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I'm st- uh, every every week. I'm agreeing more and more with Paul uh, Feynman what he said last week. Of, like Davos Dynasty is over or whatever. Like it just seems more and more apparent. Paul Feynman, you mean SEC Jesus? Okay, SEC Jesus. Regardless of the name, he's still right. <laughs> Do you think he'd sue us if we put his face in a shirt with SEC Jesus on it? It would probably be. Quite a bit of copyright infringement. Ah, well, I'll make it work. Don't you worry. I'll make it work. Can you draw like a mustache and a monocle on him or something like that? No, I'll make I'll make it work. Don't you worry. It, I'll make it because because then because then it falls under parody law, and then all, all you need is context. That's true. No, I I don't even need to put a monocle on him. I know I know how I'll make it work. Okay. Uh, just, also, just so just just so everyone knows, there's a fine line between defamation, copyright, and plagiarism, and parody, and it's a very thin line. But we will walk it. Oh, we walk that baby every <laughs> week. Uh, also, Michigan State should not have moved up six spots after beating the now one and three, previously one and two. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers by 17 points. That Michigan State at 11 is asinine. Coastal hasn't moved up that much either, but then again. Well, they're a G5. They're not, That's yeah. According but I mean, to polls, Cincinnati, Cincinnati's up there. But where did Cincinnati start? Seven. Or nine or something like that. Uh, let's go back to week one. Cincinnati was eight at the start of the season. So they've only moved up three spots after beating Notre Dame? Hmm. Yeah, it, so... Well, one, two spots, technically, after beating Notre Dame. So, what these polls are saying is G5 schools don't matter. G5 programs don't matter. So, I, I think that's the only reason why that they haven't I, moved up much, and, and that's why Coastal hasn't gotten this benefit of the doubt that Michigan State has gotten for beating up on a G5 school. Yeah. I, I have to say, I have to say, though, like... All in all, I would absolutely love to see Cincinnati make the playoffs. They're currently ranked number five. Um, they they have you know marched their way through uh, through Notre Dame last week. I would you know I know that Iowa or like Penn State and Iowa are like the next two teams to go, like you know drop out of the drop out of the playoffs or whatever but I would love to see Cincinnati replace them. 
I saw something interesting talking about the playoffs. It's like a G5 school get blown out in the playoffs, and they, the person said, yeah, 128 out of the 130 FBS schools will get blown out by Alabama in the playoffs. This isn't like a G5 schools are just bad thing. It's just the top talent is so good. Did you have any thoughts on the uh, other thoughts on 11 through 16 or 15? Uh, yeah, Oklahoma State kind of, maybe on my end, came out of nowhere. You know, ranked 19th uh, last week. I don't even think they were ranked the week prior. Or maybe they were at, like, uh, 20, you know, 20-something. Like so they kind of... Yeah. Yeah. So they, they kind of came out of the woodwork uh, with some with some great wins in the past few weeks. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see how high they'll climb, you know, uh, I don't know who specifically they have left on their uh, on their calendar. Uh, you know, if they have Iowa State, Texas, Kansas, West Virginia. I mean, they have a pretty a fairly easy schedule from here on out. So I don't, I can't see them. Like maybe Texas will be a tough a tough game. You know. Uh, and they have Oklahoma at the end of the season, obviously. But, it's not that you know, hard I, game this year. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't want to see like if if Oklahoma State played Oklahoma now, like right now, as as things were, it would be a slaughter by Oklahoma State, in my opinion. Yeah, like no, Oklahoma. Oklahoma cannot play defense for the life of them. And in fairness, you know. Uh, in fairness, Oklahoma State hasn't been exactly you know, blasting teams out of the water. I mean, they only beat Boise State by by one point, Baylor by by ten, which you know sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. Baylor was ranked last week, though, before that. Game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so that makes it a little bit better of a win. True, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. I think this might be the high point for OK State season. I don't think it's... I, I think they're going to go down. I don't see them keeping this up. They could lose to Texas for all we know this week. They will most likely still lose to Oklahoma at the end of the season. But uh, moving on in the AP poll, uh, Brigham Young, or BYU, Steve Young University, is at number 10. Michigan is at 5. Oregon at 8, Ohio State at 7, and Oklahoma at 6. And Cincinnati at 4, we'll just do the top 4 later. Or at 5, we'll just do the top 4 on their own. So, 10 BYU, 9 Michigan, 8 Oregon, 7 Ohio State, 6 Oklahoma, 5 Cincinnati. What the hell is Oklahoma still doing at 6? Like, I... I I think Oklahoma's been overranked all season. And I think Ohio State's a little overranked. I mean, they're this is in part of a three beating a three and one Rutgers team handedly, but congrats, you guys beat up on Tulsa and Akron. Why why are you this high? Um, other than that, I don't hate it. Ken, what are your thoughts? So I have no real problems with uh, seven through ten, really, and. I have no I I agree with you on the issue of Oklahoma. I think they're ranked too high. You know, they, they do not have enough they, yes, they have five wins, but they're not convincing five wins to deserve a six spot. You know, Ohio State, yeah, I get that. They're getting they're more or less getting the benefit of the doubt. Oregon sucks that you lost um, and brought back five places, but that is the Pac twelve. Uh, Michigan, Michigan has looked good this year. They've looked really good, like very strong, very promising. And I believe you have something to say about uh, Michigan's likelihood of getting out of the Big Ten East at the very least. So let's hear it, Kevin. So this is from uh, Reddit CFB on Twitter. A great follow if you haven't followed them. It's at Reddit CFB. And they argue... Michigan would be within their rights 
to simply sit out the rest of October and November and say they're the conference, the Big Ten East champions because of conference precedent after getting rid of the game requirement last season for Ohio State. And I want them to, they're not going to, but I want them to do that so badly so then they can just complain that Ohio State gets the favoritism every year. I don't disagree with that. I I actually would love to see that. It it would be great because then they could just complain and then, hell, if they want to leave the Big Ten, base it on this. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a very valid point. Yeah. Oh, I I want another part of this. I want them to leave the Big Ten with a complaint that everything is geared for Ohio State to win. And then if they're asked to pay whatever fees they have to pay to leave, whether it's part of a TV deal they've already been given, what have you, I want them to take the Big Ten to court. Like, we have egregious... uh, What is... What what am I trying to say? Egregious misapplication of justice and fairness on the part of the Big Ten... By giving everything to Ohio State every year, so giving us an uphill battle. And I want the court to rule in favor of Michigan because that would be hysterical. It would really it would really diminish Urban Meyer's achievements there. Oh, I don't know so if Shelly Meyer might donate to their legal fees then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please, so, Michigan. Jim, do it. Yeah, seriously, do it. Do it for us. Do it for the Big Ten. Oh, please. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, I also think it'd be funny, though, if they go, all right, you can either kick out Ohio State or we're leaving. And the Big Ten just goes, all right, bye. <laughs> uh, so I think that's how they do it. I think that's how Michigan has an easy path to winning the Big Ten East. I I completely understand. But at the same time, you know, if if... Michigan were to leave, I think it would pretty much spell the end of the Big Ten because the Michigan is one of those schools that, you know, despite their losses every year under Jim Harbaugh, they they can win games, they can win big games, but at the same time, they are a necessary program for the Big Ten. Like, Ohio State is a necessary program for the Big Ten. Michigan is a necessary program for the Big Ten. Wisconsin is, and I would argue Penn State is as well. But it's one of those quintessential, when you think of, like, the Big Ten, you think of, you know, teams up north in the, you know, uh, upper, I don't want to say lower 48, I almost made an Alaskan reference there, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes, the, Alaska the team, the, and Hawaii, the yeah. two most dominant states for college football. I, I, was, I was trying to think of something that would be the equivalent of the lower 48, but the upper, I don't know, 32. <laughs> you know, just just, say, those just things. say the union and move on. They, yeah, yeah was, that, that's where I was going next. I was going to say any team north of the Mason-Dixon line. Which would have been horrible. <laughs> but anyway, it's one of those teams that you do really need in in the Big Ten to to keep it uh, to keep it as a as a, uh, a fighting chance of competing with the SEC. You know, with all this. You know, so so hear me, hear me out. I have a way to fix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, I get it. 
I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonics therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Yeah, how would you do it? Michigan goes through their court battle with the Big Ten. Okay. Leaves the Big Ten, goes to the SEC. Okay. Now, I know people are going to go, oh, Kevin, you're just an SEC guy. You're trying to stack that. No. Then, Penn State also recognizes the unfairness and joins the SEC. Every team in the Big Ten goes, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not, we're not going to just play Ohio State every year so they can walk into the conference championship. We're also going to go to the SEC. <laughs> then... The Big 12 and the Pac-12 go, well, there's no point in keeping the conference. We can't compete with the SEC. We're all going to join the SEC. Then the ACC goes, well, we're not competing with this basically NCAA 2.0. We're going to join the SEC. Greg Sankey becomes the SEC commissioner. Oh, the NACA, the National Association for Collegiate Athletics. Replaces the NCAA. Mark Emmert has no power anymore. Greg Sankey has all the power. Who, besides Mark Emmert, who says no? I think it's a genius idea. It would make college college football a hell of a lot more fun and interesting. Yeah, I mean, and then. Once all these teams join the SEC, then they break them up basically into the same geographic locations. Yeah. Like you have, you know, the Big 12 becomes the Southwest Conference. The Pac-12 becomes like the Pacific League. Things like that, because the NCAA will probably retain rights to those. Mm. And that's how you fix, that's my secret plan to fix college football. Honestly, it's not a terrible idea. I, I, I like it. I have good ideas sometimes, and one of them is <laughs> SEC dominance. That really just becomes the savior of college football. Suppose so. All right, speaking of college football, the top four. Yes, uh, let's you got. That. So we figured out a fix college football. Now let's get to the top four teams. Uh, the Pe- I almost said the Penn State. Penn State at four. Iowa at three. Georgia at two, and Alabama at one. I have zero issues with any of this. Same. Just the, I, I, don't th- I don't want to talk about it either. I just want to like say, yep, that's good, and we'll move on. I mean, if you wanted to flip Cincinnati into four, it's never going to happen. But if you wanted yeah. to, I could. there's an argument to be made. But, I mean, honestly, this is pretty good. I don't have an issue with it. My only complaint is Iowa was not a top four team earlier. What 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 do you what do you mean by that specifically? I feel like they should have been top four last week. Oh, well, I mean they I were mean, ranked fifth last week. Like yeah, and they should have been top four last week. I mean, you're kind of splitting hairs at this point. I mean, literally. What? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maryland was the difference maker. No, 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 no. That's not it, right? Because, because it literally is coming down to this weekend. Like Penn State plays Iowa. That's that's your that's your decider. Whoever loses that game is getting dropped beyond ten, guaranteed. I think part of it is also they just. I'm not saying they need to manufacture hype for this game, but they wanted to manufacture a little hype for this game. They wanted to go. Three versus four in the regular season this early on, even though it's like the halfway point. 
even still, even still, that Penn State and Iowa are both really, really good this year. I would argue that that Iowa might be a little. I you know I might even argue that Iowa might be a little bit better based on the score lines they've had. But you know the Maryland game, we're not going to include that one. That was a fucking shutout, five interceptions. So we'll exclude that. We'll just call it a win. You know, blah 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 blah. But I would argue overall that Iowa has looked incredibly good this year. Penn State year after year after year makes me want to have a stroke at times. And I will literally age <laughs> about 30 years if I watch any more of their games. And this, this weekend is arguably far worse because it's, it's you know, even if it is drummed up support with three and four, it's still going to be a really good game. I mean, I can't say it's going to be very high scoring, but it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I mean, I, I also, no offense, Spence, I don't think Penn State should have been ranked higher than Iowa. That's just a personal thing. My personal belief after That's how this fine. season's gone. That's fine. Uh, but they fixed it this week. Also, you know how this is going to play out, though, right? I really don't want you to tell me this. <laughs> but I oh, no, this ahead. has nothing to, we're just going to say if Penn State wins, okay? We're just going to say uh, okay. if Penn State wins. Yeah. Penn State will jump to three. All right. Let's say Cincinnati beats up on Temple. Oklahoma will more, more likely than not beat Texas. They're going to jump to four. And Cincinnati's going to be stuck at five. So, so you're saying that who, whoever wins this game won't matter. It's, what matters is that the group of five team will be screwed yet again. Yes. Okay. All, right. All right. That's fair. Yes. That's I thought, I thought this said. is... I thought this was going to be about like you know the minute that you know Penn State loses it's going to be it's going to be all over, <laughs> it, which which might be. <laughs> if Penn State loses to the number three team in the country while number four and drops further back than ten, the AP poll is ridiculous. Like that makes no sense. Yeah. After Ohio State lost to Oregon, who then lost Stanford. It stayed at, like, 11, or went to 11. AP poll makes no sense regardless, but it's dumb. Uh, Speaking of dumb things, we're kind of dumb, Kiernan. Yeah, we didn't do well on picks last week, did we? Uh, We both got Bama straight up, but we both figured Ole Miss would cover. Well, I mean, based on their past performances, we were just using that metric, so... That's true. Uh, We both... Uh, got well. You got Oklahoma State covering. I thought Baylor was going to win, but the over did hit. So we both had no. The over did not hit. Under the under hit. It was thirty eight points total. Forty seven and a half was the over under. We both got everything right about the Cincinnati game, except the over under again. Uh, over underline was at fifty and a half. It was twenty four thirteen Cincy. Uh, you got Liberty, right? I Woo! picked UAB. Let's go. Let's so, go, Liberty. So there's a W for you. I'm arguably more excited about that than I am any of the Power 5 conference games I've gotten right. Like well, you picked, you picked Arkansas to win. Yeah, that was a mistake. I picked Arkansas to cover. So we were both wrong. I got Georgia straight up, but we were both wrong about the cover. And we, I was right. The under did hit. Uh, you picked the over by half a point. I picked the under by half a point. You picked the over by half a point. Final score, 37 nothing. Georgia hitting the under. So, yeah, we're kind of dumb. Yeah, we're stupid. Do not take our advice. No, not do at the all. Opposite. I, do the opposite of what we say. That's true. I think we should just start picking the Thursday night game ex- games exclusively because then by the time this is out, people won't have time to take our advice and bet on the game. Oh, perfect. That's what we should do from now on. But that's not what we're doing this week. Oh, uh, no. We're going to make more horrible decisions. Iowa versus Penn State. It's at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa. Kickoff at 4. Both teams are 5-0, 4-1 oh, against the spread. I was a minus one and a half 
Over under set at 41. Kaden, what is your prediction? This, like all Penn State games, is going to give me, as I said prior, a heart attack. But it is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, what you, would you say the over-under was? 41. Okay, so I'm under that. Uh, I have it 18-17 to Penn State. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to like some field goal or a two-point you know, conversion or something like that that's going to win the game. That's what I'm calling. I have 21 to 16 Iowa. Oh, fuck. All right. Yep. I think late Penn State's going to realize we need to go for two to get it within a field goal and they're not going to convert it. So I have Iowa carrying as Penn State. We're both taking the under that. Yeah. So, this prob- is so be- hammer that over is what I'm hearing. <laughs> it's it's going to be like 46 41 or something ridiculous, you know. But no, I'm. I, I have to say, with with all that being said, I, I am confident in the under. It might not be the score I said, but I am confident in the other, in the under. Watch the over hit in Iowa shuts out Penn State, or one of the teams gets shut out. That would be incredible. It would be an absolute disaster. But true. All right. The Red River Shootout. I'm not calling it the Red River Showdown. I'm not calling it the Red River. It's the Red River Shootout, baby. Oklahoma 5-0, 1-4 against the spread. Texas 4-1, 4-1 against the spread. Kickoff at 12 at the Cotton Bowl. Oklahoma is minus 3.5, over 63.5, or over under 63.5. Kiernan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I have got another... I don't want to say it's another close one, but it's it. I mean, neither of these teams can play defense, so it's going to be like I don't know, forty six, forty two, Oklahoma. Okay, I'm gonna go. Or do you think you this know, is the day? This is the day that they actually do play defense, and it's a low scoring game. They go learn today. Oh, fuck. Sark's going to be in his bag Oh, tricks 35-21 Texas. Ooh. Fair enough. Not seeing enough to convince you of uh, Oklahoma. Do not like Spencer Rattler whatsoever. 35-21 Texas. Expect two or three picks from Rattler in this game. Arkansas. He's, con- He's confident, ladies and gentlemen. He is confident. I'm very confident. Arkansas versus Ole Miss. Arkansas four and one, four and one against the spread. Ole Miss three and one, two one and one against the spread. Both. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Both teams lost to the top two teams in the country last week. It's at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium in Mississippi. Kickoff is at 12. Ole Miss is minus 6, over under 66 and a half. Kiernan, what are you feeling? Uh, hopefully, hopefully, Arkansas can put some points on the board this week. Uh, and I'm going for a, a relatively high-scoring game, uh, 42-37 to 37, Ole Miss. And if I did my math correctly, and you said six and a half for the spread? Six. Oh, six for the spread. So I am under that. Yes, you are taking Ole Miss to cover. I'm going to go 36-28 Ole Miss with an FU two-point conversion at the end from Lane. Just to prove a point? or Just because. Just because it's Lane. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what Joey Freshwater's doing. And finally, the game that we're all going to be tentatively waiting for. I don't even know what... 
time kickoff is for this baby. The, the, the actual game of the week. The game of the is... week. I don't know why college game day is not at Amherst. It's the come boy, come bowl, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's the come bowl, ladies and gentlemen. UConn versus UMass at Warren P. McGurk Alumni Stadium in Amherst, Massachusetts. 3.30 kickoff. UConn is 0-6. 3-3 against the spread, though. Then you have 0-5 UMass. 2-3 against the spread. Over-under is 55.5. UConn is a minus 3.5. Kiernan, who do you got? UMass all day, baby. UMass all day. It's going to be 56-37. Yeah. Just absolutely slaughter, slaughter Connecticut. All right. 71, because you got to go oh. for two in overtime. 71 to six, uh, 70. 70 to 69. UConn. Boom. What? I wanted to go for a tie, but there's no ties in college, and you have to go for two, so we're going 70 to 69. Did you just want to slip the 69 in with the cumball? 100%. That's obviously why I'm predicting this. Or no one in their right mind would ever predict either of these teams to score that much. No, I need to change. I need to change my score prediction. I need to okay. Make it sure it adds up to 69. So hold on. Give me a moment. <laughs> 56 to 13? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, UMass. 56 13, UMass. I was going to give uh, maybe UConn maybe a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt, but you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? I mean, you could go 50 to 19 if you want. Yeah, that's boring. Yeah, fair. So, yeah, there's our game picture this week. Uh, check out the Cumble. <laughs> I was supposed to go to the Cumble. And then we decide not to, so I'm a little annoyed about that. I really wanted to, but... Why not? Take it to, like, a dollar. Who the hell cares? Well, I have no one to go with. You, No one here cares about going to the Cumble. I'll call up my brother. Tell him to go. My other brother goes there. Ah, oh, perfect. Yeah. He, he, and your, uh, he and your brother can, can go hash it out over a bottle of uh, Captain Morgan. Uh, that's true. Uh, also, though, there are some reports that there have been some hate crimes being committed in Amherst right now. So, uh, wait, what? I I don't know. That's that's what I heard from a college student who was an intern at Belly Up. No way. I have to I have to check this out. So that's part of the reason we're not going now. Uh, but while you're looking that up, you can still talk, Kiernan. How do you feel about the Tennessee blackout uniforms? I like them. Uh, Normally, I I have to say I probably wouldn't like black all black uniforms, but I I don't know. Like I think you you were talking about it earlier, the orange looks good with the with the black. It, it's it works. I don't know why it works, but it works. I like it, but I did see someone call it call them uh, great value brand OK State uniforms. <laughs> that's funny so but no that's I do like them a lot I think they're they look nice and I don't like Tennessee uniforms the orange is not the kind of orange you can sit with it's that puke inside of a pumpkin orange but yep. it look they look fine the orange it stands out but in a good way yeah it's 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 a shame though it's a shame that they have to wear those uniforms and know that they're not a good football team. True. That's true. Um, but no, I like them. I think they're going to look good, even though the team on the field doesn't. Yeah. There's also the, um, the what they're calling the Scarlet Out in uh, Columbus and the Maze Out in uh, Michigan, which are cheap imitations of the whiteout in which, see, white's a good color, right? You can whoa, work whoa, 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 whoa. You're sounding like that Alabama fan who was at that game. No, no, no. I'm talking now, about the here, actual color. White's a good color. No, 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 no. None of that. 
it, it is objectively a very easy color to work with. And it works particularly well with Penn State's navy blue contrasted colors. So, many of you who jumped on the Kevin's bandwagon right there, no, no. It is objectively a good color. It works well with navy. The problem I have is that if if what I read was correct and uh, Michigan is doing a maze out, it's this, I don't even know how to describe it, this bright sort of neon yellowish yeah, color. That- it, 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 it's going to look atrocious. At least, at the very least, the Ohio State will look good, decent in red, yeah, it- but it's, it's not going to look good for, for Michigan. Seeing, like, uh, especially the Ohio State, I don't have any issues with the Ohio State colors. Seeing just, like, a screen of that red wouldn't bother your eyes. You'd just be like, oh, it's red. Yeah. And the blue and yellow works well together, but seeing a sea of the yellow would hurt to look at. Yeah, it's like a disgust. You're almost like, I want to turn off the TV. It's too bright. I might just go into my settings and turn down yellows for that game because I Honestly, don't want to look at the. Yeah, I, I don't want to either. The 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 uh, the other thing is Ohio State had these phenomenal blackout uniforms a few years ago, and red, white, and black in like the colors and the trims on the jerseys looked so nice. Honestly, I was jealous of it. It it looked so good. And it's just it's it, you got to get the right subtleties in the color scheme and the patterns and all that to, to to make it work. But when you do, it looks phenomenal. Yeah, no, I remember those. Those look really nice. I think Penn State needs a blackout uniform, but Why? they need to include pink. Oh, good nice the little OG throwback. Colors. Yeah, r- yeah, nice little throwback. Oh, nice little right. homage to the Yoshi colors. I wouldn't hate it. And there's some mock-ups and some concept trees. I'm like, they look nice. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I, I think that would be a dope idea. Like, negotiate with one school. Be like, hey, do you want to wear your uniform, like, your color scheme from, like, the 1900, like, 1902? Yeah. Like, whenever. Oh, it was only for one year at Penn State, wasn't it? Or Yeah, it was a very short period of time. But every homecoming game, the S-Zone in the um, – in the student section is black and, and pink. I don't. You might be able to see it on the next televised game. I don't know. I think uh, the next home game is Illinois, if I'm not mistaken, and they'll probably do it then. I think that'd be so such a cool concept. Go, hey, do you want to just like make a uniform modeled after your first uniform, and we'll do the same? That would be pretty cool. I I need it now. I've talked myself into it. I need it yeah. really badly. I'm trying to see if there's anything else really going on. Do you have any other college football topics you want to talk about that we didn't cover? I mean, not specifically. Uh, the, it's for for me. It's all about it's all about this weekend. It's the first weekend I don't have to go to a tailgate in like four weekends. And ladies and gentlemen, I have been drinking heavily at all of them. So. <laughs> Hopefully, I get I get to relax this weekend and not have to travel three miles or excuse me three miles three hours out to the middle of Pennsylvania to go day drinking and then watch a game for four hours. Oh no! You have to go to a college football game, Kevin. I know what you're thinking, but after I've ha- I have had a fucking time at work where I'm traveling all the time for work as well, so I'm up and back for. Boston, back down to here, back down to... It's all over the place. I'm getting real fucking sick and tired of it. Fair. That's fair. Um, oh, if anyone... If anyone is looking for a game to watch this weekend, check out the Alabama... I think they're playing A&M this weekend. Check out the Alabama A&M game. Because... That stadium is going to be rocking. It's in... Uh, college station and a video came out of the college game crew just shitting on college station talking about the 12th man is not a big advantage it, like i don't know why they're hyping it up so much it's not that big a deal so that stadium is going to be rocking uh alabama one of their running backs jace mckellen is out for this game so 
watch that game because it's going to be exciting. It's going to be cool to watch that stadium be as loud as humanly possible. Alabama's going to smoke them, but it's going to be cool to watch. Definitely. So, uh, that's all we have for this week. Uh, again, check out the Corner Booth pregame at 6.30 on Thursdays because I'm probably going to put this out tomorrow. So, later tonight, watch Corner Booth pregame. I'll be on that talking my nonsense once again. And uh, check us out next week. Check out last week, first edition of I mean, the Darty with Cruz Auction Riders out. And uh, have a good night and have some fun watching college football this weekend. Go Penn State. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors, Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like the Bugatti, Lottie, Daddy. She like to party off Molly, Bacardi, let her get naughty, a hottie up in the lobby. She style. She said, Fody Water, where you about to be? I said, Follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, I'm paying me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and raised in the V, Northern Cali, Silicon Valley. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.